0: You're listening to the Back to Basics podcast, designed to inform and inspire young people in their walk with Christ. Here's your host, Brittany Winkfield. Kevin Alusua has a very interesting story about trusting God's plan for his life. He is best known as the beatboxer of Grammy-winning vocal group Pentatonics. Growing up in the small town of Owensboro, Kentucky, Kevin began learning piano, cello, and saxophone at an early age. He performed at Carnegie Hall twice as a soloist on the cello and saxophone and graduated from Yale University, where he was pre-med and majored in East Asian studies. He spent 18 months in Beijing, becoming fluent in Chinese as part of his Yale fellowship. We caught up with Kevin just before the holiday season and the Christmas tour to talk about balance executing on priorities, and using the Sabbath to recalibrate with God. So let's go.
1: So first, I, just, I want to say congratulations on your engagement. I can't believe I didn't say that before when I saw you. Oh, thank you, you so much. I appreciate that. I guess, uh, just to get perspective of kind of where you are now and where you have come from, can you tell us a little bit about where you were in life 10 years
2: ago? Yeah, sure. Um, 10 years ago, was, I was a junior at Yale. At this point, yeah, I was a junior at Yale. Um, and I was, I feel like there were a lot of things happening in my life that were kind of leading me to, um, going to music. Uh, um, some of the, some of the things that, that probably put me over the edge in terms of where that's being the tipping point hadn't happened yet, but there were things really in the works that were, um, happening that made me, that was helping me make me realize that music is probably what I need to be doing and where I need to be going. I was also yeah. gearing up to get ready to go to, to live in China for a year and a half.
0: Um, mm-hmm. And I had
2: just applied for a fellowship um, that would allow me to um, give me money and tuition to study academic Chinese. So that was really, really exciting.
1: Yeah. Wow. Wow. And so... Uh, the story is you were at Yale and studying medicine. Is that correct?
2: Yeah, I was, yeah, I was a pre-med student. I was also East Asian studies major.
1: hmm Fast forward to now. Did you ever think that you'd be a part of this sensational music group in Pentatonic and on this journey that you, you're on now?
2: No, I did not. Uh, I couldn't have, I couldn't have drunk this big. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, especially when you're at Yale and all you can see are your studies in front of you. Um, and granted, I loved them, but it's such a drastic shift from where I was in my mindset. Um, and so I've just learned so much in these past 10 years about who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like my, uh, my faith, of course, and um, the kind of man that I want to be, and so mm-hmm. you know, it was a really amazing transition that was happening. But it all started, I think, ten probably ten years ago, with all the different things that I think God was doing. So it was really a special time.
1: Wow. Yeah. So can you talk about the shift and when you started to kind of trust the process and um, trust God and where He was taking you? Um, do you remember the final moment that, you know, you were kind of like, okay, guys, this is all you and I'm all in? Or are you still kind of going through that trust process?
2: Oh, I know. I remember the moment very, very clearly. Uh mm-hmm. It was after there were two things that happened my junior year. One, which was was getting a call from Yo Yo Ma or uh, getting um, uh, a comment from Yo Yo Ma saying that my music was expensive and unexpected. In addition to opening for uh, KRS One and him telling me that he like my music was, if I did the classical hip hop thing, he said mm-hmm. he, he felt like I would change the way people saw saw classical music and hip hop. So. So mm-hmm. For me, those are the two big things that kind of were the tipping point that made me realize that this might be something I need to do. And then the last thing that happened was I had a conversation with an PhD student who was Nigerian. Um, mm-hmm. And my mom is from Grenada. My dad's from Nigeria. Okay. And so we kind of understood the dilemma because in my culture, you don't necessarily go into something like music if you're going to come to the United States because it's not a stable
1: mm-hmm.
2: job. You have no idea where your money's going to be coming from. And there are so many you know, musicians who are so gifted and you know, are struggling to make ends meet. So I was going into this knowing that also from my familiar background. But he said, you know what, um, you should think about doing this now because the good thing is that at least, you know, compared to a lot of musicians who they only have this, you have a backup plan, which a lot mm-hmm. of musicians have. You have and it's like a great backup plan, you know, going into medicine. So that's kind of what I said, okay, I'm going to do this. And that's when mm-hmm. I got down on my knees in my dorm. And I said, God, I know you're leading me to do this or try this, and I think you're absolutely crazy, but I know I can't go back on this. Like, I'm very, very certain that you're calling me into this. And so if, you're, if I'm going to do this, you're going to have to show me how to do this every single step of the way because it doesn't necessarily make sense to me. But, you know, I trust you in the process. And so that's why from that prayer to now, it's just been mm-hmm. an absolutely ridiculous journey where I couldn't have. I couldn't have imagined it, but it's not my story. It's it's a, it's a God mm. story. So when people tell me like, oh, you're so, you're famous, blah, 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 it's like, well, this is never about me and my fame and blah, blah, blah. This is about doing exactly what God called me to do and hopefully testifying of who he is
0: through mm-hmm. <laughs> music. We are excited to present Back to Basics, Volume 1, a coffee table book that offers practical tips and tools to help you get back to the basics in your walk with Christ. Pre-order your copy today at backtobasicsmag.com. And now, back to the show. Yes.
1: Yes. Thank God that His plans are not our plans because hey, that's there's so many, so many milestones for you and... um I just want to talk about the creative process, and um, you know when you have a group or an idea, um, how do you keep the creativity
2: going? That's a good question. Um, for me and my personal process, it it varies. It might come mm-hmm. out of very um, it comes it comes in different moments. Um you know, I'll be walking around and literally an idea will just hit me and mm-hmm. I'll record it on my iPhone uh, voice memo uh, mm-hmm. and then maybe later on I will I will um, work it out. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it, it happens from reading books because I love to read
1: mm-hmm. a ton
2: and when I'm reading books, especially you know autobiographies of musicians or or politicians or other great people and you know the thing that really gets me is understanding how as a human, with, you know, the same, you know, I guess weaknesses and strengths that we all have, they mm-hmm. were able to persevere. For some reason, as I read those stories, the ideas will come to me for lyrics and, and storylines and things. So that that's really helpful. So I love reading. That helps. Uh, watching movies is also another thing. I love when I watch a movie and, and an idea comes. I think mm-hmm. that's really, really great. So, um, but yeah, that's usually how the impetus of the idea starts. from. Certain methods will happen. Or, I mean, honestly, it, it just randomly it, it, it randomly comes. It, it varies a times. but um, but yeah, usually all of the ideas kind of simmer in my head, um, and I'll just try different things in my head as I'm going through my day, um, and then you know, usually I think afterwards I'll probably have the melodies in my head like pretty set, and then I'll look at some of the stories that I've written and see if the story makes sense for those melodies because um, I usually do stories and melody very, very separate. Um, I know a lot of people do this together, but for me, I want to make sure that my stories are compelling first because I know sometimes when I to listen to a lot of music. Um, it just sounds like the same old story. I love her, but she doesn't love me. Oh, sad, sad, sad. It's, like it's not interesting to me. And I want to make sure that the stories and tell are truly interesting and different. So um, I try to write stories that are really, I, they, they compel me, and then I'll figure out a way to make that story work within the music. Hmm, I love that.
1: I guess, how do you keep yourself fresh and not burned out when you are on the road and making music and now with wedding planning in the mix, how do you stay focused?
2: Sure, um, I think, you know, take it one day at a time and only, mm-hmm. you know, I think one thing that's really important to me is is always keeping you centered. Um, so in the morning, I kind of have these practices besides, you know, besides prayer, um, mm-hmm. just like affirming myself in the morning, you know, certain things that I want to believe about myself mm-hmm. so that I kind of interact with people throughout the day in a certain manner of, of what I decide of my, myself rather than let the day be, rather than let me be reactionary to the day um so i think sometimes that that kind of derails your plans when you kind of react rather than are proactive about just who you are and the kind of person you want to be so i think that helps a lot um so yeah i think the day by day and only doing just doing what you can do um you know there's certain things where it's just like you know you don't have enough time in a day and that's okay because also you're human you need to rest and i think a lot of times in this journey for you know success and glory and blah 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 people say no you just to work all the time you have to go at it you have to i just don't see that i i I just don't see that being sustainable um i think there are certain periods of time sure but i mean you know i feel like i've learned now that balance is really important to me Mm -hmm. um especially because you know once i'm going to have you know i'm my fiance is going to become my wife we're going to have children and yeah i have balance there's no way I'm gonna be able to be there for my children, that's gonna be mm-hmm. really. That's, that's honestly, that's more important to me than music. Being an amazing father, so mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, I just want to make sure that that having my priorities straight is very, yeah. very important. And then you just execute on your priorities, and if you execute from that that kind of standpoint, I think you're always gonna be in line with what you you know about yourself and what you desire for yourself because operate always from a sense of clarity. So mm-hmm. I think mean, that's just kind of the way I kind of stay kind of level-headed throughout all of it. Awesome.
1: That is it right there, just having your priorities straight and keeping your eyes on the prize. So, do you have any practical tips on how you get back to the basics in your walk with Christ? So, are there oh, my gosh, basics? yeah. hmm
2: I think, you know what, I think a lot of people, when I come when it comes to this is very practical, I think a lot of times people forget that scheduling your day out is actually a very important thing because if you don't schedule your day, it's all mm-hmm. randomness. And, with, and that's why a lot of people at the end of the day, they're like, oh, I'm foggy-headed. I don't know what really happened to the day. I didn't get things done. But it's like don't yeah. have a schedule and an idea of what your day is supposed to be about. Mm-hmm. And I think that just leaves you to kind of let randomness come in your day and you're not you're not focused on the things that really matter to you so just don't let randomness come and schedule out the times where you want to worship God and when you're worshiping God have a very intentional purpose for what you're going to talk to him about and have a a very intentional purpose for what you want to read. you know having the devotional might might help you know but I think just intentionality is really important so that's why I always schedule time with God and in my mornings and making sure it's there and, and that's uninterrupted time and i don't i don't have my phone with me i don't have social media on me because i think it's a, yeah. a destruction it's a distraction from what you're supposed to do which is intentional yeah. time with him so um but yeah i think that's one thing um i think you know i i believe in the sabbath and i think that's mm-hmm. an amazing time where you kind of get to recalibrate and mm-hmm. see where your walk has been. Uh, just in, with God, with family, with yourself. So that's why I always take that time for that. I schedule time for where I just kind of do like a review. Of how, like, how was my relationship with Him? That Did I, do I feel like I'm, I'm very close to Him? What was going on? And, you know, just pray those things out, but you know, try to find also reading material that's helpful. Um, yeah, I think uh, that's one of the things that I think really is helpful to, to me and to yeah. blog, well. especially because this this life is so crazy. Uh, being a musician, I'm always traveling, I'm always touring, I'm always gone, and so that's why I think just kind of having those intentional periods of time is really, really important. Mm-hmm.
1: I like that a
2: lot.
1: That was my last question, but I do want to give you the opportunity to mention anything you're excited about or anything the group is working on things we can be on the lookout for that we haven't mentioned
2: yeah yeah so our band actually just released a christmas album last uh, twenty sixth? yeah yeah on october 26th yeah it's called christmas is here uh and oh. we are uh going to be touring that album in um end of november to late december so ah. definitely if anybody wants to go see that, definitely check it out. You can find tour dates at com slash tour.
1: Yes, we are there. That's so fun. Yes. Well, congratulations on everything. I'm just so thankful that we were able to connect today.
2: Yeah, thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to the Back to Basics podcast. If you haven't already, rate, subscribe, and follow at backtobasicsmag.com.